Another digital, another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this Christmas jingle bell special episode of Another Digital Citizen. I'm Ho 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 Fro. See what I did there? Uh, hello, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Mm-hmm. It's uh, going shit. Let's talk about it for two seconds. So, guess what? Uh, four, five, five weeks ago, I found an app. It's uh, called Clubhouse. Have you ever heard of Clubhouse, Luke? Uh, yeah. I'm, I've never been on it, but uh, I've I've heard of it. I mm. think that people say that it's um a place where people go that aren't allowed on other social media platforms. <laughs> that uh, that uh, is uh, somewhat correct. Yeah, I met uh, a lot of um, interesting characters. I will say that it went very well the three, two, two first weeks. I'm, yeah, I'm going to give me that grace. It went very well two weeks. The two, three last weeks, holy moly. So, uh, well, okay, I'm, uh, the two last, okay, the two last weeks definitely was bad. So, to be honest, I haven't seen anybody else but you for the two last weeks that's super good um when i haven't talked to you i've been on clubhouse mm -hmm. uh, we should give people a very short in, in intro to my sickness so i get addicted to social media uh for people that don't know and haven't listened to this podcast before uh it's it's dopamine in my head when i'm on social media it gets uh converted into dopamine um that does that i do extremely stupid things so are you welcome are you ready to hear the truth and nothing but the truth so help me god uh maybe well Three weeks ago, I converted into Christianity for how many times has it been now? I, the twelve since I've known 12? you, maybe f three or four times. I would say it's, it's not. A, I wouldn't say twelve, but <laughs> twelve times. Uh huh. Well, look. Guess what I did last week? I converted into Islam. And if you think I'm joking, I'm sadly not. What? Because you were on Clubhouse. Uh huh. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. I don't think uh -huh. that those things really... Oh, I found a new social media and also a new religion at the same time. There's nothing weird about that. No, not, not at all uh, a weird thing about that. So I'm going to guess that a lot of people from, from the Muslim community and my Christian friends on Clubhouse and also my atheist friends on Clubhouse are going to be a little surprised by this. But you never ever are going to see me again because I need to delete that fucking app. And it's sadly not your fault. It is kind of my fault. And <laughs> it's 98% my fault and 2% my head's fault. 
Yeah. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. So I haven't eaten. Uh, I didn't eat for two, three days. That was very fun. So the day I ate, I threw up all, all around my apartment. I could also give you other things that I did. That was very also not PG, but I'm I'm going to spare you the details. Um, I um, didn't sleep for four days in a row. Uh, last week when I felt a little down, that was because of Clubhouse. Again, my brain does not work when I'm on social media. And if people think like, what is the connection of like you converting into Islam and 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 dopamine? So I'm I'm going to try to explain it in in this way. I have lied to myself for the three three four last weeks that I was religious, and it happened last time I got uh, religious was also on the social media app. Uh, I think it was Twitter at, at that time. Uh, the thing is, if I talk a lot to Christians on, on a social media app, I become a Christian because I want to be like them. It, it is kind of called an imposter syndrome, where you, you, you're trying to like uh, uh, say that you're a part of something that you aren't. Uh, to uh, to fit in, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I, I I I'm I'm lying to them, but I'm mostly lying to myself because I I think we our brain are capable of lying to ourselves. Do you understand what I mean? Uh yeah sure yeah, and I mean Luke has known me for for many many years, and this is not the Huge surprise, I'm going to guess, uh, for him, that this has happened again, because it, it, it seems to happen sometimes. It's been, it's happily been pretty long time since uh, last time, but it happens now and then, when I think uh, for some reason I can stay on a social media app. Uh, I guess just because it's a new, well, it's not really new, it kind of blew up. Uh, when the pandemic happened, the, the clubhouse did. Right. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, I, I guess you're lucky that you found Islam instead of finding a bunch of racists on there. Because as I'm to understand, there's like huge <laughs> white supremacy and neo-Nazi and you know those kind of uh, groups on that website also. So, um, yeah. Uh, it could have been worse, I suppose, but it, it's still bad, obviously. Yeah, and I, what I feel... So, what I feel mostly bad about, and this is why I've been suicidal for the two last days as well, is I am, I'm sorry to all the people that they think I'm their brother and sister in fate, while I'm really an atheist sitting there lying to them, because I convinced, my, I convinced myself that I believe over and over and over and over and over again, because I I I've heard her it, it, it's that uh, imposter syndrome uh, combined with an echo chamber, 
So it's like when you get response for like you saying that, oh, I converted to Islam and you get like, uh, I did hundreds of messaging congratulating me that I, I joined Islam. I, 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 I was like, oh my gosh, these people are my friends. They are amazing people. I am sure they are amazing people and my friends, but I, 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 I can't stay in a religion because I'm, I'm an atheist. Like to the core, really. If I think about it, right? Okay. If I think about it rationally, I am an atheist. It's but more of head... like uh, having people there supporting supporting the uh, you, not necessarily anything to do with your beliefs or anything else. It's like right. Yeah, I think other people get that. Uh, also, like that feeling of like. Uh, that dopamine hit when they get likes or when they get comments or whatever on their social media. Um, but it's just more pronounced with you, for sure. Where, like, you actually get uh, physically and uh, physically sick. And yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's like, it's more because people, some people will get upset about it, but like. Mm -hmm. It actually becomes like a it, it you externalize it to a degree where you start to like um, physically not be well, right? Where other people will mentally not be well, like you're actually not eating and getting sick and things like that, right? Yeah, and and, and uh, I can count. I I can count like last week. I didn't have, I didn't have, I didn't see any like TV shows or movies really. And uh, when I was compiling my best movies of the year, this was actually my wake-up call. So when I did that list, I, I, I downloaded three movies that I really, really, really wanted to see. I've seen zero of them. And the reason why I've seen zero of them is because I've been occupied lying to people. And that's not really. I I I've, oh, I hate talking about this, but uh, I, it needs to be done. Oh. I'm I'm very uh, so for people that are angry at me. Trust me, you're not as angry as I am. <laughs> I, yeah. Anyway. Merry I Christmas, just, uh, everybody. Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh huh. <laughs> so, have you converted to Islam last week? Uh, no. Um, no. Uh, you didn't go Hare Krishna? You chose not to go that direction? Because like, I know Trisha just said something about also finding Islam, so I thought maybe that had something mm. to do with it for a second, but... Mm. No. I love I love Trish, but uh, not as much. She's that. like every religion, I think. She's like <laughs> she's a religious, right? You can be asexual. Yeah. She's like a religious. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yeah, to all those people, please don't email uh, Luke about this. Luke is not uh, going to tell me about that. He knows I lost control. I've told him. I've been honest, and I, I, I hope this is, I hope this is an explanation enough. Okay, so please don't bother, Luke. I'm going to be okay. I just need to get away from there. I need to detox. I'm going to be shit for some days, but I will be okay. Anyway, let's move on.
right? Uh, sure. Yeah, let's see if anything's happened with the Gislaine Maxwell trial because that's currently happening, and it could literally mm. we could get uh, breaking news breaking at any news. minute here. To be honest, uh, mm. because right now the jury is weighing whether Gislaine Maxwell is uh, guilty or not. Uh, the jury in the Gislaine Maxwell sex abuse trial did begin deliberating on Monday uh, after they finished up. Uh, closing arguments uh, on whether the British socialite set up teenage girls to have sexual encounters with Jeffrey Epstein or if she is a scapegoat for the late financier. Uh, she's accused of recruiting and grooming four teenage girls for Epstein between 94 and 2004. Uh, those women now in their 30s and 40s say in their testimony that Maxwell made touching Epstein feel normal to them and said that she sometimes touch them herself even mm. what an amazing role model and woman uh jurors deliberated so, uh, for an hour on monday and resumed on tuesday uh, they asked for uh some evidence on tuesday some transcripts of testimony by the women uh who were abused by these people um Following that, uh, today they're back in deliberations, and I, we haven't heard anything, or I haven't heard anything as of now, so we're just kind of waiting to see what happens with this. Uh, it's actually not a great sign uh, that it's going on this long, the de de mm. deliberations. Um, the big thing is whether the jury is going to find that the prosecution... Um, created an, didn't create any reasonable doubt. Uh, is, that's the real hurdle to jump, I guess. I think uh, I am worried as well. I I think I'm worried in the way that I'm afraid that they will uh, come back and find her not guilty. Because as I look at the evidence, uh, she is. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't mind putting my neck out and say that I think she's guilty as hell. If the justice system for some reason find her unguilty, that will not change my uh, belief. Believe it or not. As to whether she's guilty or not, uh, even the judge said to the jury your function is to weigh the evidence in the case and determine whether or not the government has proved that maxwell is guilty beyond a reasonable doubt mm. um so that that's it all comes down to reasonable doubt in this situation uh the the defense i guess said uh they all changed their stories when epstein victim when the victim's compensation fund was opened up and that should make you hesitate, uh, they told the jury, wow. saying, oh, th th these women are just doing it because there's money. Yeah. Um, and the other nice. defense was that they didn't remember correctly. So either right. either they didn't remember correctly or they were doing it for the money and they were lying totally. So it's one or the other. And th that was both their defense. So it's not a great defense, to be honest, but Ghislaine Maxwell chose not to take the stand specifically uh, they had scheduled her to um 
take the stand and she said that, or her lawyers said that they believed that the prosecutors didn't show, didn't prove beyond a reasonable doubt. And that's why they chose not to have Ghislaine Maxwell take the stand. Uh, yeah. So the, her lawyers, I think, believe that this is going to go their way. That's mm. what it looks like. Yeah, no, I will be very sad, and I will say that injustice have prevailed if that happens. Uh, something that came out of the case, flight logs, uh, which mm. were released by prosecutors in the Ghislaine Maxwell trial, show that Donald Trump flew aboard, flew aboard Epstein's private jet, the Lolita Express, with his wife Marla Maples, as well as a beauty mm. queen and a senior aide to Bill Clinton. So all those people... Uh, on the plane together, and nice. her, and their children, Eric and Tiffany, uh, mm. when they were, I guess, very young children, I would assume, right? I'm sure they talked nothing about politics, so we shouldn't be worried at all, Luke. What, the Clintons and Trump? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, mm -hmm. was Trump even... Well, Trump was a, kind of into a politics i guess but not at this time he he wasn't like politically minded so much uh mm -hmm. but he was definitely hanging out with a, a, a aide to bill clinton is all they say they don't say a name um mm. one of the things that it says is that uh Ep epstein spent a lot of time uh in washington dc during the Clinton presidency. We'll just say that. <laughs> mm. Um. Yeah. A lot of time. Hint, hint. It says <laughs> it, the more than hundred pages of flight information between '93 and 2005 show Epstein constantly moving between his properties in Manhattan, Palm Beach Villa, New Mexico Ranch, and his private island in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Um, other prominent names that appeared on the list were Senator George Mitchell and lawyer Alan Dershowitz. Uh, earlier in the trial, Prince Andrew, Kevin Spacey, and Trump also uh, came out as being on the plane, right? I think one thing that people are, like, saying, uh, one big thing is, like, people who, really big names, like, I don't know, uh, to throw out a random name, Bill Gates... The, certain people they don't need a a lift on the, mm. they have certain really powerful really rich people they got their own plane to get wherever they they don't need to uh, to hitch a ride with Jeffrey Epstein so they wouldn't be on the flight logs like really mm. big people you know what i'm saying mhm mm do you think that uh it will come out some more stuff about this when the trial is over? Um, probably not. I think what, yeah. whatever happens out of this is kind of going to be... Um, what it is. Yeah, yeah. and then we'll... I, I, we also have the, the Prince Andrew case, but that's kind of... Yeah. Not a lot of people talking about that, really, no, at this point, so... Almost nothing. Right. I've heard nothing, yeah. So I guess we're just gonna see what happens with this, and um... and he, yeah, and here here's the thing. Like I I am a little afraid that if she gets out scot free, he is definitely going to get out scot free. 
It's possible. Uh, yeah. I mean, what we talked about last week is he could... He has a better chance of pulling the Bill Cosby where he mm-hmm. made some deal in the past with uh, other prosecutors that can cover him and, and keep him from uh, from this actually affecting him in any way. That's what I see... How I see him getting off on this. Her... There's just no good... Like, if she's found not guilty... Um, it's going to be a huge story. If she's found guilty, it's going to be a huge story. So either way, mm. uh, either way, I, I feel like even if she's found not guilty, her her life's not going to be the same for sure. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't think that's justice to uh, it. If like all the evidence that we know about it, it feels like. It feels like she's definitely deserves some kind of retribution, but you know what are you gonna do? Yeah, no, I we can't force people. Uh, but uh, yeah, let's see if we have some more uplifting news uh, in in the news. Do we have some uplifting news, Luke? Uh, it's up. And by up, I mean the number of infections of Omicron in the United States. That's positive, right? Well, positive as in uh, it's above negative. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Omicron has raced ahead of other variants and now is the (laughs) dominant version of the coronavirus in the U.S., accounting for 73% of new infections in the last week. Uh, federal Ooh. health officials had said the Center for Disease Control and Prevention said the numbers are nearly six a six-fold increase in Omicron's share of infections in just one week. In much of the country, it's even higher, and Omicron is responsible for around 90% of infections in New York. Okay. Mm. Yeah, you got it all from Norway. You can thank us. I don't know about that. I think we're we're probably just as guilty as anybody else of not doing certain things that probably could have prevented this, but yeah. uh, Biden came out and did a big press conference middle of the day yesterday talking about uh, where to go from here just because this is start, it's spreading so fast, uh, saying mm-hmm. that there isn't going to be lockdowns, there isn't going to be any kind of restrictions, it's basically just the same as like get vaccinated wear a mask that's Mm -hmm. basically all he said but he also said that they didn't see this coming they didn't he said if you were to ask me four weeks ago about Mm -hmm. omicron and was this a big deal i would have said you were crazy but i feel like we at this podcast knew that this was a big deal like four weeks ago so if the government didn't know that i'm really scared (laughs) (laughs) because I feel like we knew this a while ago, uh, and we're just some dumb podcasters. But uh, then, again, Moderna says their booster is affecting, uh, effective against Omicron. Uh, yeah, but they're still developing uh, another Omicron-like specific booster, is what they're saying. Moderna... Moderna gang... Uh, said on Monday that the booster does appear to provide protection against Omicron, but the drug company will develop a specific shot for the variant 
In an announcement early Monday, Moderna said preliminary data from lab testing found the version of the booster currently used in the U.S. and elsewhere provided increased antibody le levels to neutralize the virus, but found that uh, a double dose of the booster shot provided a much greater increase in those levels. Uh, in the news, in the news is that the latest sign. Uh, that booster shots are effective way to protect against the variant. Uh, the drug company said that a 50-something booster was found to increase antibody levels against Omicron 37-fold compared to a pre-booster level. Meanwhile, it found that a 100-something booster dose gave an 83-fold increase. Okay, so uh, they're just saying you, you should get another shot, which I'm doing today actually i'm going to get my booster right after we finish doing this mm. yeah so uh, if you see uh, a man from oregon uh, running into getting his booster shots it's probably luke i don't think that's how that works but sure mm -hmm. that is how it works right <laughs> Let's say it works like that. Uh, so, uh, oh, this Luciana thing. This is a hot thing. Uh, this was actually in Norwegian news as well. Okay. Yeah. You want to go into how you heard about this then, I guess? Uh, yeah, I read it in NRK. We have this retired army colonel who uh, circulated election denying and... It was through a PowerPoint uh, pr a pr thing where, where they spoke to the Louisiana Election Commission and uh, he claimed that Louisiana electoral system was vulnerable to fake voters, fake ballots, and fake counts. That's pretty amazing. Right, I guess they subpoenaed him because he had previously made another PowerPoint presentation <laughs> previously uh, a 36 page PowerPoint document that circulated online soon after the uh, election fraud, foreign interference and options for January 6th um, so they were wondering whether he had anything to do with organizing the January 6th uh, capital riots i'm assuming mm -hmm. um and so they uh, subpoenaed him to talk in front of the louisiana election commission and he came there and basically just went off on them with a whole other powerpoint talking about the uh, fake ballots and yeah all this all this other stuff uh, it says voter fraud voter fraud is extremely rare and the associate Associated Press investigation into the 2020 election uh, in contested swing states found fewer than 500 questionable votes uh, around the country. So, then again, we have actually some very, 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 very cool and very, very fun and very, very wholesome and very, very good news because this is making me smile. Uh, two babies survived a tornado in Kentucky last week that ripped the bathtub they were sheltering in out of the ground and Aww. tossed it with them inside, their grandmother had said. Uh, she 
the grandmother put a 15-year-old or 15-month-old and three-month-old uh, in a bathtub last Friday with a blanket, a pillow, and a Bible. And then mm. the house in Hopkins County started shaking. She said, "Next thing I knew, the tub had lifted and it was out of my hands. I couldn't hold on. I just, uh, oh my! I just said, oh my God." Lutz had been hit in the back of the head by the water tank from the tub, and she began looking wow. everywhere among the wreckage for the children. Wow. Uh, the bathtub was found in the backyard upside down with both babies underneath. Authorities from the sheriff's office drove to the end of the driveway to reunite her with the children. Uh, so incredibly lucky. Like, so incredibly lucky. One of them had a big bump on the back of her head. Um, the bleeding, uh, there was some uh, internal bleeding, but it stopped before they got to the hospital. But yeah, they were mm. totally fine. Uh, yeah, that's like one of the, like they. I've always heard like where well, you're supposed to like get go to the basement or get in a bath. You're supposed to bath get up, something, yeah. do get somewhere where it's like safe during a tornado or whatever. But. Uh, yeah, I mean, if depend, I think b the bathtub thing is kind of an old, old thing because newer bathtubs mm -hmm. are not like made of cast iron like they used to be with that are big, giant, right. heavy. Right. Uh, I don't know what kind of bathtub this was, but yeah, these kids were super lucky. Obviously, yeah. I think she would probably say it was the Bible, um, but I think they're probably just really lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, let's uh, go over to Japan because KFC cuts queues to keep Japan's fried chicken Christmas custom alive. A uh, uh, queue of patrons running out the door at nearly every KFC has been a perennial Christmas sight in Japan, uh, but COVID-19 social distancing rules have discouraged lines and have placed strict conditions for the dine-in for dine-in at KFC, but this year KFC Holdings and domestic licensor Yum Brands, Inc. is nudging customers to order online uh, and then pick up their chicken at designated times rather than traditional lines instead of lining up. Did you know KFC was the traditional Japanese? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, while around 1% of Japan's population is actually Christian, the holidays uh, commercial aspects have been embraced. The company's lore says the Christmas campaign was inspired by foreign customers in Japan who lamented that they couldn't find turkey on the holiday. Uh, and in 1974, Kentucky for Christmas promotion started marketing towards couples that included a bucket of chicken that came with a bottle of wine. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, KFC, ha Japan has moved up to start the campaign this year and offered price incentives to early birds to, who choose to comply with COVID-19 rules. So you get mm -hmm. a deal, I guess, if you, the, you know, order early for your, the uh, KFC for Christmas. I, yeah. I don't think they really celebrate Christmas all that much in Japan, but it sounds like more of a commercial thing. Like, Maybe it's giving gifts and stuff is like a thing, but not really celebrating mm. Christmas, right? You know, it's a weird tra tradition. And I mean, it is super cool as well as super weird. I mean, 
I I think I think I, I think I like it. I like it. I I would eat KFC for Christmas. Uh, yeah, KFC is not as good as it used to be in America, but I wonder if maybe oh. the Japanese KFC is better um, mm-hmm. or not. I have no idea. So, how do you talk like a Republican? Uh, um, the 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 three percent. I'm uh, MAGA. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, Kamala Harris don't want us to uh, talk like I Republicans. Oh. I'm going to guess Democrats. Uh, well, she was having a uh, discussion with Charlemagne the God, who ah, apparently has okay. a Comedy Central TV show that I don't think okay. anybody's ever seen, because every time Never I've seen that. anybody talk about this clip this week, they're like, apparently he has a show on Comedy Central. Uh <laughs> I didn't know that. Right, I know he's part of the Breakfast Club, and he's famous for yeah. that. Like, I know who he is. He's done a lot of very yeah. controversial interviews in the past, even one with Kamala Harris where uh, she... She lied. She yeah. said that she smoked weed uh, listening to Tupac, uh, mm-hmm. which didn't happen. Um <laughs> But even for some reason, they decided that she should come back on another one of his television shows, and then this happened. So give me a countdown. Okay, I haven't seen this. Okay. um, um, uh, In three, two, one, play. Who's the superhero that's going to speak against Joe Manchin? I want to know who's the real president of this country. Is Is it Joe Biden or Joe Manchin? Yes. I'm sorry, I just want to interrupt, but I don't think the vice president can hear you. It's the mom. I'm so sorry, Charlie. We have to She, she can hear me. <laughs> Who is that? It's her press secretary. Can you hear me, Madam okay, Vice President? I'm so sorry, we got a rap. Oh. So She's saying we got a rap. They're acting like they can't hear me. <laughs> I can hear you. Oh, so who's, the real, hear you. so who's the real president of this country? Is it Joe Manchin or Joe Biden? Madam Vice President. Come on, Charlemagne. I really Come on. I, it's I Joe Biden. I can't tell no, no, sometimes. No, 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 no. It's Joe Biden. And don't start talking like a Republican Uh-oh. about asking whether or not he's president. Uh, do you think Joe Manchin and, is and a it's problem? Joe Bi- and, it's Joe Bi- and it's Joe Biden. And I'm Vice President. And my name is... Look at her nose flaring. The reality is mm-hmm. we are in office, we do the things like the child tax credit, which is going to reduce black child poverty by 50% on track wow. to do that. Okay. We do things. We can stop here, not. probably. That's good enough. So, yeah. Wow. It was that, it was this, he, so what happened this week, I don't know if you heard what happened with the the Build Back Better plan and Joe Manchin. Nope. Yeah, nope. uh, this, Joe Manchin uh, basically ruined any chance of Joe Biden becoming the president again by destroying uh, the Build Back. He is saying he's not going to vote for the Build Back Better plan uh, and that it's dead in the water because of this one guy who is a very right-wing Democrat. Uh, (laughs) um, And so this guy was saying, well, who's really running... The Democratic Party basically was what he's saying. Who's mm. the president right now? Is it Joe Biden or is it Joe Manchin? And mm. 
he says that, and then instead of letting her answer, her press secretary comes in and says, no, we got to wrap this up. Basically being like, we don't even want to answer that. Like, she's trying to, like, just avoid the question completely. And then when she does answer the question, uh, she gets very defensive and calls him, mm-hmm. says, if anytime, basically, anytime you say anything negative about the Democratic, you know, establishment, they go, mm-hmm. this is yeah, what happens. Yeah, yeah. You're a Republican. It's like, uh, yes. no, I just don't agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's 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 something. Yeah, that it's, is sure something. She comes off very defensive. Uh, yeah, very. And it, it's just a bad look, especially with you know the press secretary coming in there. It makes it lo- also yeah. makes it look like oh, you can't take any criticism whatsoever. Obviously, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have a, a special Christmas message to our listeners? Uh, I don't. No? But uh, Trun does. And he's going to tell the truth. A very special Christmas message. Ho, ho, ho. Hello, people. This is Trun, but Trun tells the truth. Well, it's Christmas. The fucking Christmas. And I can say, behalf of the world, I'm not very fucking happy these days. It looked like we're going down to a shit show next year. I'm going to talk about that in my last segment for the year. But is it really something to cheer about? Well, I fucking was tired of Christmas already in November because they tried to sell Christmas bullshit before Halloween. Yeah, I wish Halloween could last all September, October and you can limit it to fucking Christmas to two weeks. I'm not very happy with Christmas because I've been working all December like a lot of people, so it's fucking stress. Stress sending present, sir, stress sending them. Stress, 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 stress. I'm fucking tired of it. Well, because of that one fucking day, when you eat too much food that we can't fucking stand, and drink too much alcohol, and see people, sometimes that we don't even fucking like, to read on Facebook all the fucking bullshit about loving each other, all called the bullshit. Maybe get a message in the evening or perhaps some drunk people you haven't seen in fucking years. I wish we could talk more. Yeah, you can fucking call me all year. Go fuck yourself. You didn't like me in the first place. Peep, when Christmas comes, it's the worst place. People who have fucking problems. Not everybody has a good life. Unless someone has shitty lives and people beat and drink too much and being fucking assholes. No particular reason. You find them in every home. Not all on the streets. You find in the good, wealthy, rich homes, the perfect fucking white suburban thick family. Yeah, that's where they find all the kinds of shitholes. I wish I could say something that I wish this year, but you know what? I don't wish any presents. I just wish some people happiness. This year, I bought very cheap presents. Not that cheap, they were not expensive. My family has fucking lots of money. I don't. So I don't give a shit. So I have given some more to charity this year. Yeah. I'm not a fucking angel. I just think people who have shitty life than I'm, I should have a good life. I have everything I need. I'm not rich. I have an apartment. I have a beautiful wife. I have friends. I'm on stage. Not the best job in the world, but it fucking has a job and it's pay, paying my bills. And I have my records, and I have my DVDs, and I have this. 
because this is gonna expand this is gonna be my fucking christmas present to you next year i'm starting up thing as probably thought i'm gonna do last year a longer english speaking podcast and some people might say yeah my english is not that fucking good no it isn't i'm fucking norwegian and most people in the world don't speak english so we speak english a little bit funny yeah americans the language is called english so what i want to wish for you is nothing i just wish you could fucking get ahead of your ass something i tried to explain for all since 2016 when i started this segment and i wish you to think think about other things than yourself think about others and act to do others and think not only of your fucking ego it's not about you it's not about you who should get pride or be happy because you feel like righteous and like a soldier in the fight for fucking truth and bullshit like that just do good things because they're good and they're the right thing to do you don't need credit for them just do them that is the fucking most important thing you can do if more people do it like that the world would be a fucking better place but i don't believe the world's going to be better in 2022 greed still exists liberals and socialists are whining because they don't find a perfect leader and nothing is fucking perfect and they cannot get everything they want in one big jab yes that is the fucking way that's why i look pessimistic because a lot of people say well the best gift we are we are the new generation and majority and we have people with us yeah you do but again compromises is a bitch and having a lot of losses before you have the big win it's not very fucking funny then it's better to sit on your fucking facebook page and so fucking on and get a lot of likes and blah 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 well it looked like i'm not very happy but i am i'm happy with my life i am and it's going to be better in 2022 because i'm going to do more fucking segments like this longer segments like this and i'm going to give you a fucking value for well i say value for your money but you don't pay me a lot of damn shit i have a new job a new podcast and a new fucking angry voice you're going to hear a lot of from me in the year to come because i'm not giving up i'm still fucking here this is going to be my christmas special for you you think i'm was hard and full of shit right now okay wait the next week when i have a new year speech because that's going to be long and it's going to be a fucking kick up your fucking battles have a fucking merry christmas everybody i'm out to drink get laid and eat a lot of fucking good food bye bye yeah merry christmas to you as well tron thank you tron mm-hmm ho 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 have you seen any TV? Uh, I did. Did you see MacGruber? I didn't. It's on Peacock, and it's ah, it's stupid <laughs> because it's MacGruber, and it's yeah. always been stupid. I don't know if you knew that MacGruber was stupid when it was on yeah. SNL, and then when they tried to read the movie, the movie that was yeah. really bad, and then they did it. Now they're doing a TV show, and guess what? That's also bad. Isn't that weird? Mm. How it's never been good, and they just keep trying to make it. <laughs> Hmm. You know, uh, I uh, I heard some rumors about uh, it coming out of it as a TV show. I have to say that I wasn't that interested. 
I mean, sometimes the con, like the concept, could be funny. Like in theory, MacGruber has always been a concept that, like, oh, that could be mm. funny. You know, it's like a goofy MacGyver. You know, oh, that's it's goofy and funny. <laughs> but it just never works because they always miss the joke somehow. Like every time I see this, uh, the MacGruber skit or the sketch or movie or whatever, the joke mm. is always slightly missed. Of like he, yeah, he's he's supposed to be like MacGyver, but he's no good at it. But they, mm. but then he always like actually ends up winning or actually like kind of. Tr stumbles and trips into success, you know what I mean? Kind of um, mm -hmm. Mr. Magoo-esque kind of uh, thing. And that always doesn't r really work because um, if he's always a bumbling idiot all the time, at some point uh, things should go wrong mm -hmm. for him, right? And it never mm -hmm. seems to, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, there's definitely... Uh, definitely not worth checking out. I, I don't know. I'd give this like a... Mm, a three. Ah, that's terrible. <laughs> well, I saw American Auto this week because Luke convinced me it wasn't a car show. So, <laughs> so I had to watch it. Uh, yeah, uh, it's an NBC uh, comedy show, sitcom. Uh, I hate sitcoms. Luke knows I hate sitcoms. So when he uh, wanted me to watch this, I was like, eh, cars and sitcom. But uh, do you know what? I liked it. I mean, it's uh, it's not uh, amazing by any means, but uh, it was uh, very watchable. <laughs> I watched uh, two episodes. I'm I'm going to continue with this. I will give it a six actually. I liked it. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Uh, yeah. Let's see, I saw 1883 on Paramount Plus. Cool. That is the second thing I saw. Okay. Um, it is about the Oregon Trail. Uh, mm -hmm. The first episode is them getting ready, um, like getting all their stuff together. Um, mm -hmm. I assume there's going to be some death by dysentery in the show at some point, I would assume. <laughs> but actually, the acting is very good. Um, yeah. The cinematography is well put sense. together. Yeah, Sam Elliott is amazing in this show. All that, yeah, everybody's really good yeah. in it. Even uh, the kids uh, are very good. I, I could see how people could be kind of offended by the way they portray Native Americans in this, but I've only mm -hmm. seen one episode so far, so uh, I'm going to watch more of it, obviously. I, it's definitely worth checking out. I'd, I'd probably give this mm -hmm. a 6.5, maybe 7, if I watch more of it. I don't know, what do you think? I'm at seven, and uh, I really think it's funny because it's like uh, uh, it's p uh, people that you don't really recognize from acting in it as well. Like Tim McGraw is 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 uh, in it. Right. He's a country singer. Yeah. And then you have Faith Hill in it, and she's a country singer. And and both of them are amazing. And then all of a sudden, Billy Bob Thornton shows up, and I was like, "Wow, yeah, they've been very successful at uh, 
at uh, uh, the casting here. Really good casting, good story. I I I I don't know. I I think actually I will give seven point five. Actually, look, I really liked it. Yeah, it made it did a good job of putting you in that old Western world and making you mm-hmm. feel like you're actually there, like experiencing it. Right? Yeah. 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 Oh, I did see another show. Look, uh-huh. I I almost forgot because I saw Selling Tampa on Netflix. Oh yeah. Um, Did you see this? Somebody t- was talking about that to me, but I can't remember who. I haven't seen it. No, but somebody oh, was talking. It was, about it. Maybe it was it you. It was definitely not me. Oh okay. Somebody. <laughs> no, was, no, no. Somebody was saying that uh, this is like um, a guilty pleasure to me the other day. I don't oh, remember who it was. It, it's so fun. It's about this real estate uh, agents. Um, that are all female, all black. Okay. And it's so cool. It is so cool because they 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 are in their like luxury uh, side of real estate on in Tampa and like the uh, yeah, no, I really really liked the two episodes that I saw. Okay. Um didn't you see Singles Inferno? Or was that last week you saw that? Yeah, I saw that uh, last week, yeah. Okay, I watched that this week. Uh, South Korean. Oh, oh my god, no, that was this week, see? I don't remember, mm-hmm. it could have been this week. I no, don't... no, no, it was this week, because the two first episodes came out this week. Yes. Oh, okay. Let's, yes, let's talk about that. Um, It's, I thought it was pretty dumb, but I, I don't know, what did you it think? Is... So fucking stupid. So it's a, it's a single like it's a dating show, just like uh, uh, what's the something island I'm thinking of? Uh, yeah, fuck island or temptation island. Temptation or island or something like yeah. that. Yeah, where they're all, they put them all on a in a resort kind of island <laughs> setting, and it's half women, half men, and they have to couple up. Uh, right, that's the whole goal of the show. Um, mm-hmm. But they treat it like. They're on Survivor, even though it's clear they all like they have all the amenities they could ever need, right? It's not nothing like Survivor, but they're like, oh, it's so hard. We have to walk like, you know, Two meters. Right? We have to go like I don't know a quarter of a mile down the beach to get water out of a jug that is. It's not like you're you have to boil your own water so that it's. Um, so that there's no diseases in it. It's like clearly they just right. put a jug of water a little ways away from the camp, and they have like and a, a sink yeah. and soap, and and they all have like their makeup is all perfect, so you can tell that like all those things are being supplied to them, obviously, right? Also, the concept that they 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 can't really talk about themselves other than on the dates is like ludicrously stupid. Right, and then the it's got this strange <laughs> thing where instead of it being kind of like Survivor or something, where the host is there with them, like doing like mm-hmm. telling them, okay, here's the challenge or here's what we're doing. The hosts are like these four people who are outside of the universe like they're watching it as we're watching it seemingly right Mm -hmm. the hosts are and the hosts are kind of common commentating about the show as if they're watching the show while we're watching the show which i didn't Mm -hmm. really understand what the point of these hosts were did that make sense Mm -hmm. um 
Because they're it was just like, oh, he, I really like her. She's very cute. And then the woman would be like, oh, look at his body. He's he's very attractive. I, I when mm-hmm. he did, when he had his shirt on, I didn't think he was very attractive. But once he took his shirt <laughs> off, then I was like, oh my. It's like there's no point for of these hosts to even be there. They're just commentating on like the looks and whatever. They don't add anything really. Yeah, no, it's a it's such a weird show, and it, it's like it it reminds me of like the worst of the worst of like dating shows, and uh, the way they are like putting this up as it's like a decision of life and death. It is so like oversaturated, and and the filming is like like it's so weird. I yeah, I I I don't recommend it at all. I give it a two. Yeah, I, I, I guess it maybe it's a South Korean thing, but some of the way mm. the way they treated like people's looks and stuff felt very outdated. <laughs> it felt like. So- Mm, almost like 1990s esque, like the way they just like mm. uh, pointing out people's like, not flaws, but like pointing out people's body, uh, the way their body is in a way that like you just don't do nowadays anymore, I guess. But you know, mm. it's not American, so I don't know. Would you give it like number wise? Yeah, I give it a two. I I think I'll 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 give it a two point five. But yeah, I think you're you're yeah. you're right there. Um, the last thing I saw was With Love. Okay. Uh, this was on, was on Prime? Uh, okay. Amazon Prime Video. Um, it's about a family of, uh, they're Hispanics, uh, a Hispanic family, but they're like kind of, some of their family is from Puerto Rico, some of their family is mm-hmm. uh, Mexican, so they're all different kind of Hispanic family. Um, and it's about the main characters, the kind of the daughter, uh, and she breaks up with her boyfriend right before Christmas, and so she has to go to her big giant family Christmas gathering, uh, and she doesn't have her boyfriend, and she hasn't told any of her family that she left him, and they all were, like, super... They all really liked this guy because he was, like, a lawyer who had a big house and had a nice car and a lot of money and all that. And she left him because she just wasn't happy. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in theory, when you're with somebody that has everything that... Uh, what's a good word for it? Traditionally, you should want, you know what I mean? Uh, so, mm-hmm. like, she's all afraid that her family is going to find out. And, uh, yeah, it... It's it's a kind of a Christmas TV show, actually. Mm. It's it's all sur- uh, surrounding Christmas and family and everything else like that. Um, but yeah, I it was fine. I guess I don't know. I'd give it like a six. It, it's nothing great, nothing terrible. Nothing great, nothing terrible. Well, that is not what we're going to say about the penultimate episode of What Look. Inside Job, episode 9, uh, Mole Hunt. Exciting changes are afoot at Cognito Inc., but first Regan and her team must find the mole behind the security breach that could take down the company. Best episode so far. There. Uh, yeah. We, yeah. And Amazing it, episode. It's clearly going to go into the next episode because we got, we got yeah. a cliffhanger ending. Uh, yeah. And... 
at the beginning of this series, the first thing we see is her trying to, what, program a a robot president to replace Mm -hmm. the actual president so that they can get him to do whatever they want. Uh, Mm -hmm. And in the end of this episode, that robot turns on them, uh, which they had... At the in the beginning, I guess even in the second episode, uh, she put him in the basement and hid him away from everybody else. But they they mm-hmm. eventually found out that the robot was down there. So like this has been a running story the entire thing, which is very cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I I just love this. It was so funny, so interesting, and I I I loved what you said. You said. We underrated this show. <laughs> and I, I, I can't agree more. We, 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 we thought it was good, but we underrated this show. <laughs> With uh, not believing that they had a plan. And they clearly had a plan, because holy moly, this episode was good. Right, and I'm looking forward to the next one. Uh, yeah. Because it's going to give you the follow-up to the cliffhanger of this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll... Yeah, see if there's a cliffhanger for a you know a second season. If I'm assuming they're going to try for that, it seems like mm. a show that would be really easy to do a second season to. Like you wouldn't and I, need a whole lot of effort, even just because like the the story is already built for a second season. Mm. When you think about it, hey, have you forgot about your Christmas shopping? And you need one gift. Well, you should go to audibletrial.com slash ADC. That's audibletrial.com slash ADC. You can get a free book that you also can give away. Hint, hint. Very good gift. Give away. Uh, And you get a free trial to Audible. 30 day. Uh, And (laughs) here's the fun thing. You can even cancel and keep the book that you gave away. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Do it. All right. uh, Let's do the best and worst movies of 2021. Uh, Mm -hmm. Because it's almost the end of the year now. Right? This is is. second to last show of the year. Uh, Next Mm -hmm. week, we're going to do best and worst TV of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess, I mean, the reason we do TV second, at least in my mind, the reason we've always done it is because there's more TV shows that happen in a week than movies. Yep. Like you watch more yep. TV shows in a week than you do movies just because they're shorter. They're more yep. accessible. There's a lot of different reasons. So yeah, doing movies first makes more sense. Uh, mm-hmm. Should we talk about how we actually select our movies? Cause I'm sure we do it differently. Like I, how we come up with our list. How do you come up with your list? Uh, I go to Rotten Tomatoes most, a lot of times I go to Rotten Tomatoes, I look off of their like 100 best movies, mm-hmm. uh, then I I also like remember some movies that I have seen this year. Right, so you like uh, go to Rotten Tomatoes and you cross-reference the ones you've seen yeah. with what they're saying are like the best movies or the right. worst movies. Uh, yeah. Okay. Because I, I keep, like, a track of all the movies I've seen just in a, yeah, a I binder. Don't. And then I have, like... <laughs> because we score the movies every time. So I, mm-hmm. what I, I just pull, I put them all in a list. And then 
the ones that are really low numbers that anything that's like a two and below, I'll like mm -hmm. put a little notation next to, and anything that's whatever eight point five and above usually, mm. I'll like uh, put another thing next to, and then I make a second list of those the ones that I've like sorted out, uh, and then I kind of go through those, and then if I can't decide, which I had a hard time deciding on my, I guess a harder time deciding on my best list. I don't know which list was harder for you. Uh, oh, definitely best. Uh, I don't think this has been an amazing year for our movies, to be 110% honest. Uh, there are some good movies there, here. See, I had a harder time with my best because I couldn't... I had a hard time deciding which, like, where they were going to be on, like, one through five. Like, I had, mm. like, six, I guess. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I had like six movies that like I was deciding between, and then mm. trying to figure out uh, where they went on the list uh, was the hard part. I guess actually seven I was picking between, but um, yeah. So, do you I, want to start with your number five best? Yeah, let's we'll start with the best. Um, mm -hmm. I'm gonna start with my number five, a documentary from early this year, "Big Scary S Word." I have not seen this. I think you did, actually. And you have just I? don't remember it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the history of American socialist movement and the journey with people striving to build a socialist future of today. Um, let's see, when did this come out? Uh, it came out... I don't have a date here. Uh, but to... It's got a 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb, 87% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, March 26th is what I'm seeing is when it came out. Uh, yeah, you saw this. I remember you watching it, so. Hmm. I just totally forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Maybe I didn't like it as much as you. Oh, September 3rd is what I'm seeing is when it came out in theaters. So March must have been uh, movie uh, film festival or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, for my number five, we're actually going to go... Well, do you want to... Yeah, you told me what it was about. Sorry. Uh, for my number five, we actually need to go back to April 23rd uh, this year. Uh, my number five is uh, the M Mitchells versus the Machines. Uh, this is an animated little thing on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the first time I watched this, I didn't like it. I don't know if you remember that. No, I uh, I remember watching it and really enjoying it the first time I saw yeah. it, so. I didn't like it at all. Uh, and then I went back and watched it the second time, and I fell in love with it. Uh, so, it's the Mitchells, uh, they are a dysfunctional family, must fight a robot apocalypse missed their much elevated road trip to save humanity. Uh, you can find this on Netflix, by the way. 7.7 uh, .7 out of 10 on IMDb. 98 on Rotten Tomatoes. Pretty high there. Mm -hmm. And 80% on Metacritic. Uh, very, very lovely animated. Very good movie. Yeah. Uh, okay. My number four... I think you might be surprised to see this at number four, but Pig with Nicolas Cage. 
living alone in the Oregon wilderness, a truffle hunter returns to Portland to find the person who stole his beloved truffle pig. Uh, 97% on Rotten Tomatoes, 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, yeah, like I said, uh, very good surprise uh, Nicolas Cage film that kind of came out of nowhere and was like, wow, this is amazing. Uh, mm. Where, When did Nicolas Cage remember how to act, right? <laughs> Let's see if it uh, maybe comes up again, Luke. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number four is uh, The Power of uh, the Dog on Netflix. Two Netflix movies in a row here. Uh, oh, holy moly. Uh, I love this movie. Really such a huge surprise. Uh, so didn't think I would like a cowboy movie. Uh, but uh, yeah, so this is... Uh, Domineering ranger uh, responses with mocking cruelty when his brother brings uh, a new wife and her son until unexpected comes to pass. Uh, this has 7 out of 10 on IMDb, 95% on Rotten Tomatoes and 88% on Metacritic. Love this movie, very brutal. Uh, I think you need to have a pretty hard heart to to watch this, but uh, yeah, uh, maybe one of my favorite movies, uh, like cowboy movies in in years. Uh, let's see, my number three. Uh, the critics don't seem to agree with me, but my number three is John in the Hole. Mm. A desperate game of survival unfolds as a thirteen-year-old John traps his own family. In a hole in the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, 5.4 out of 10 on IMDb, 59% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, yeah, this was... I, it was just really interesting and strange, and um, that, the child actor that they got to play in this was so good for mm-hmm. uh, um, his age. Uh, and the ending was like so... You just didn't see it coming, and it really... The whole thing kind of made you think about, you know... Um, family and life and like what's important Mm. and uh yeah this is a sleeper i think that most people probably didn't see yeah i tend to remember i very much liked it Mm -hmm. i don't have it on my list but my number three is a movie and you never heard of look it's pig <laughs> okay. With Nicholas Cage, have you heard about this movie? I've heard, I've heard of it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, like Luke said, um, such an amazing movie where Nicholas Cage all of a sudden decided, "Hey, do you know what I am going to do? Act." <laughs> that is my number three. Uh, my number two, um, Holler, yeah. which came out what? In September, mm-hmm. hoping for hoping to pay for college, a determined young woman lands a dangerous job working in sc- a scrap metal yard during a brutal winter. Her goal in with her goal in sight, she soon finds herself torn between a promising future and a family she would leave behind. Ninety one percent on Rotten Tomatoes, six point two out of ten on IMDb. Uh, I. Remember watching the trailer for it and being like, wow, that looks really interesting. But then once you see it, it's so much 
it's so much better than even the trailer makes it yeah. look. Um, yeah. Actually, yeah, I'm very, very glad you recommended me this. It's an amazing movie, and I recommended it to my dad uh, after I saw it. Mm-hmm. I've seen it maybe twice. It's an amazing movie. Yeah, and again, this is one that I think people need to see because I don't feel like people are really talking about it all that much, even mm. though it was like, like I said, this is definitely one of the best movies of the year, so. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's on my short list. Sadly, not on my list. Okay. But my number two is uh, Bo Burnham's Inside. Uh, this is comedian Bo Burnham that shoots and performs a comedy special uh, over the course of a year, all alone with no crew or audience. This is the thing I've seen the most. Uh, I've seen it maybe five or six times. Uh, I love it. It is uh, very heartfelt, very funny, and I think the man is a genius. I really, really, really think this is one of the best things that you can enjoy this year. And it's on Netflix. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it was fine. I mean, I, everybody else seemed to like it a lot more than me for some reason. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know why. I guess it's just a lot of the singing and everything. Taste. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was, I've just never really been a huge fan of his, I guess, even in the past. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and other people are already kind of fan fanboys of him like uh, like mm. but it definitely made its rounds online like I, I saw a lot of like online comedians really praising it as like the best thing of the year for sure mm-hmm. uh you know comedy special wise if not movie wise right so mm-hmm. um am I, my number one best movie of the year mm-hmm. number one best movie of the year i'm gonna go come true Come true. Do you remember this? No. A teenage runaway takes part in a sleep study that becomes a nightmarish <gasps> descent into oh. the depths into the depths of her own mind and a frightening mm. examination of into the power of dreams. Eighty six percent eighty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, five point nine out of ten on IMDB. Uh, directed mm. by Anthony Scott Burns. This was definitely an mm. indie super indie uh, movie, but it. Yes, was so well shot, so well acted. Um, for the amount of money I'm assuming they spent on it, this was mm. the best move of the year to me. I I just fell in love with the stylistic uh, stylistic aspects of this, and and the storyline's amazing too. And this is another one that really makes you think about like like they said mm. about dreams and and like your own reality, what's real, what's not real. Yeah, and it was. Mm. It also had this weird horror horror aspect to it that, like, was mm. kind of secondary, but it was really creepy and cool, so. Uh, I'm going to say this right away, Luke. My number one, I cheated, and I will explain uh, why I cheated and uh, why I think it's okay. Um, so, for people that don't know, I am very overcritical to... Everything that's Norwegian, because I I I don't really like consuming Norwegian media to be honest, and especially when it comes to Norwegian movies, I think ninety eight percent of them is shite, like 
totally bad ass shit movies like I remember we watching a Netflix show about that guy that I got lightning through his hand and like was the son of Thor and I you said to me like you you're being a little too overcritical because you're being Norwegian and I said yes I admit that I, so I don't even remember what show that was but I do remember talking about it that was years ago I want to yeah, say yeah, yeah. So when I say that my two uh, favorite movies of this year is in Norwegian movies, I find that a uh, shock. <laughs> like I can't say it other than like I'm I'm surprised with myself. So the first one I've talked about before, The Innocent. I will. Uh, say that it's it's about kids uh, in the summer uh, and they all of a sudden see that they have uh, magical powers. Um, the other one that I saw this week is called The Worst Person in the World and it is about this young woman who ba ba battles as she travels at the troubled waters of her love life and struggles to find her career path. This is by Joachim Trier. Uh, this is uh, the Norwegian Oscar uh, movie. And I, when I was making my, my list, I was like, how do I pick between those four number one? And I, I couldn't. Like, I literally couldn't. It is two of my favorite movies of the year, and I gave them both a 10, so take it or leave it. So, I cheated! Okay, uh, mm. sure. So, uh, honorable mentions. Mm hmm. You want to start? Uh, no Time to Die. Uh, Nomad Land actually came out this year, believe it or not. Yeah, The Suicide Squad. Kid 90 was a very good documentary. Mm-hmm. Dare Evan Hansen. Seaspiracy, another good documentary. Mm-hmm. The Green Knight. Uh, Cop Shop, which I saw last week for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Procession. I had Mitchell and the... Vers the Mitchells versus the Machines also on here. Mm-hmm. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Really? Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I told you, it's one of the best martial arts movies I've ever seen. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, the Electric Life of Louis Wayne was very good. Mm-hmm. Legend? Uh, Willy's Wonderland. Did you ever watch that? Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's worth checking out. Yeah. Uh, VHS94? I don't remember that. Um, Stalker was a good indie film. Uh huh. And here's the documentary talking about Pig, the Truffle Hunters. Uh, White Tiger was also that was that came out this year, but it like got a lot of awards, so it feels like it came out last year. Mm hmm. I don't have any more on my list. Let's see. Uh, The Marushin, I gave a nine. That was a very good movie mm. about um. Uh, that was good. Yeah, from earlier this year. Uh, yeah, I think that... I mean, there's probably a lot of other ones that I could name, but those are kind of the ones on my short list. 
Well, let's uh, talk about the uh, shite movies we've seen this year. <laughs> uh, look, look, look. I'm going to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to start with an amazing movie, look, called Thunder Force. You can watch this on Netflix if you really, really want to. Mm-hmm. I remember this, don't, yeah. Don't really recommend it, but you, you can. Uh, two childhood best friends here reunite as an unlikely crime-fighting superhero duo when one invents a formula that gives ordinary people superpowers. This is uh, with the best actress in the world, Melissa McCarthy <laughs> and Octavia Spencer. Why the fuck did you pick this movie? Uh, 4.7 out of 10 on IMDb. A whooping 21% on Rotten Tomatoes, 34% on Metacritic, and 50% of Google users like this movie, or they were high on crack. <laughs> okay. Uh, mm-hmm. My number five, I'm going to go Free Guy uh, with Ryan Reynolds. Uh, uh. When a bank teller discovers he's actually a background player in an open-world video game, he decides to become the hero of his own story, one that he can rewrite himself. In a world where there's no limits, he's determined to save the day uh, his way before it's too late and maybe find a little romance uh, with a coder who conceived him. Right. Uh, 7.2 out of 10 on 9 to be 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh... I don't think those are deserved whatsoever. Um, Such a bad movie. The, yeah, the, it, they delayed this. It was supposed to come out, what, last year? Uh, mm. But because of COVID, it got delayed many times over. Um, mm. I don't know that they should have ever came out with this. It actually has a better audience score than it has a tomato me- meter. I don't know how mm. that's possible. But this was just such a disappointment. And it was so um, pandering, and some of the, the you know, <laughs> the obvious product placement was horrible. Uh, the Adding in, like, the internet celebrities that <sighs> just every internet celebrity that they kind of jammed in here was so cringy. Uh, mm. It very much felt like they were just trying to, um, oh, we're, look at look at this kids you know what i mean like it it it's basically that meme with steve buscemi being like hey fellow kids like in a movie that that, <laughs> that this movie is that meme like personified yeah i wonder if this is also a movie that you you kind of skipped over did you ever watch infinite uh yeah i did okay because that's not my number four. Okay. It is with Marky Mark Wahlberg and Sophie Coxon. Mm-hmm. Amazing movie. Uh, Evan can't remember things from the past and holds the key uh, to the location of the device that can destroy the world. As the result, he's chased by a group that have their own agenda for the advice. This has five out of five on IMDb. A whopping 16% on Rotten Tomatoes, look. 26% on Metacritic. Ah, oh, Marky Mark Wahlberg. What the fuck were you thinking about this movie? It's such a boring mess of a movie. Yeah, I definitely remember not liking that. Um, 
I think oh, we. I could. So I, I swear we will actually. I think we watched it together, but uh, I want to find out mm, what I actually gave really? it. <laughs> like, well, I must have given it a pretty uh, low score, but I, it it's not on my short list, so hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh. My number. What? Where are we at? My number four. Mm-hmm. Yes. My number four. Cosmic Sin. Starring Bruce Willis and Lana from the WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the year 2524, four centuries after humans started con- uh, colonizing, col- col- colonizing, I don't know why I can say that word, uh, mm-hmm. the outer planets, retired General James Ford gets called back into service after a hostile alien fleet attacks soldiers on a remote planet. The threat against mankind soon escalates into interstellar war as Ford and a team of elite soldiers try to stop the imminent attack before it's too late. Um, This has 2.5 out of 10 on IMDb. Mm -hmm. It has 3% on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It also has Frank Grillo in it, by the way. My number three is a movie that you never heard of, Luke. It's called Cosmic Sin. Uh, it is weird. Oh, wait, you just said that. <laughs> I didn't remember you watched, watching that movie, but... Oh. Oh. Can I read something that uh, someone read? Uh, yeah, this movie... Is where you spend all of uh, all of it wondering what's going on. Nothing about this film makes sense. I picked this up because Bruce Willis did it, and it uh, did such an excellent job in the fix, uh, Fifth Element. This sure isn't the Fifth Element. I can fucking agree more. But yeah, abysmal shit movie. Oh uh, yeah, it was. Just awful. It, you, they definitely didn't spend very much to make it, though. You uh, for Ew. sure. I guarantee you, they made their money back just on the streaming uh, revenue of it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my number three. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with a horror movie called The Resort. I think you saw this. <laughs> yes, it's so good. Four friends head to Hawaii to investigate reports of a haunting at an abandoned resort in hopes of finding an infamous half-faced girl. When they arrive, they soon learn you should be careful of what you wish for. This is 3 out of 10 on IMDb, 38% on Rotten Tomatoes, so actually better than Cosmic Sin, but I thought this movie was worse. Uh, It was just the acting... Actually, the acting was worse in this than in Cosmic Sin. I'll I'll give Mm -hmm. it that, right? At least the acting uh, in Cosmic Sin had some... Like you, you could be like, "Oh, this is the." They're actually these characters. In this, it just felt like they were acting. You know what I mean? So, yeah, this was an awful film. Uh, my number two is the movie that made me disrespect Morgan Freeman, and when you get me a movie where I disrespect Morgan Freeman of all all people, you have really done it. Uh, it is called Vanquish. It has a whopping 2.7 out of 10 on IMDb, 5% on Rotten Tomatoes, Luke. Wow. Uh, Yeah, really good. Uh, And 22% on Metacritic. Not sure what those Metacritics people were on, but uh, yeah. Uh, It sadly also has Ruby Rose that I also like in it. Like, it 
Like the two main actors is like Morgan Freeman and Ruby Rose. I like both of them. It's such a sad movie. Like I I remember watching this when it came out in in I think it was yeah April it says there, uh, but I I think I saw it in May or something. And I remember watching it and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And why do I care? So. I will give you a description of the movie because I forgot about that. A retired cop forces a former drug courtier to do his bidding by holding her daughter hostage. Armed with guns, guts, and motorcycle look, she must <laughs> now take out the series of violent gangsters or never see a child again look. Mm hmm. Amazing movie. Okay, I don't, I don't remember that one at all. Like, I don't oh, even remember hearing about it. Such an awful movie. Uh, this one has pretty much almost the exact same score scores as the one you just read. Somehow, uh, mm. Habit with Bella Thorne. Oh my god, that was such an awful movie. Uh, this, it has two point seven out of ten on IMDb, which is the same <sighs> as, and six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So, uh, very bad. An L.A. party girl gets mixed up mm. in a violent drug deal and masquerades as a nun to escape a drug lord's retribution. Uh, yeah, this movie was just so... It felt like it was put together by a little kid. It felt like, uh, you know, a film school film, for sure, right? Yeah, I don't have words. That is how bad it is. I, I can't... I am a little sad that I forgot that it existed because it would probably be on my list, to be fair. It was... I mean, when I saw it, I, I was I went into it going, okay, I've seen Bella Thorne and some good stuff lately, and mm -hmm. the trailer oh, yeah. looked interesting, and the concept mm -hmm. was... Like, the concept of the story was very interesting, but the like I said, it, it felt like it was put together by a film school student. The acting was yeah. awful, um, it just it, the whole thing was uh, put together by somebody on drugs. So, well, I hit a jackpot for my number one, <laughs> and I have to say, how did I hit the jackpot with my my number one? Well, the movie has uh, no tomato meter because there are two reviews of it, and both of them are shit. It has an audience score of 33% though, so that's really good. And it has a whopping 3 out of 10 on IMDb, look. It is the most amazing movie you will ever, never, ever see. Fortress. I don't remember uh, that, okay. I, told, I told, talked about it last week. This has Bruce Willis in it. Do you see any anything else? Oh, weird how... He's two times on my list, right? Uh, it also has uh, Shannon Dorothy in it. Uh, I will tell you about this amazing movie. <laughs> Robert is a former CIA agent who lives a life of tranquility at, at a secret resort in the woods. One day, his estranged son drives into the camp for a visit, but he's followed by Robert's old nemesis, Baltasari. A Baltasari and the squad launch an all-out attack. Father and son retreat to a high-tech bunker 
that has steel walls and advanced weapons. If that doesn't give you uh, a movie thing, let me read uh, a short uh, thing about this movie. So this is a one star review. Is this a joke of some sort? I literally went out of my way to write the, this review. I know the story was inspired by a book, so don't uh, be too harsh on the plot, but the acting on this movie is terrible. It's terrible, and terrible is a nice word. What happened to Bruce Willis? <laughs> uh. Yeah, he just been in a lot of really bad movies uh, as of uh, late. I mean, if you look up uh, Bruce Willis bad movie on Google, uh, mm -hmm. there's a lot of different people talking about. Uh, there's uh, an Esquire article from August 21st of 2020, so last year, called uh, Why Does Bruce Willis Keep Making Films He Clearly Hates? So it's been a this has been a thing for at least a year, if not more, two years, where Bruce Willis is just making terrible films. I guess just because he needs the money, I would assume, right? I, I assume, yeah. For whatever yeah. reason, I'm, who knows why? But uh, yeah, just making a lot of crappy movies. Um, my number one. Things heard and seen. Uh, this was on Netflix, I think, right? Mm-hmm. We saw it together. Uh, after moving to a small town with her husband, a young artist begins to suspect that her home <laughs> harbors some dark secrets. Uh, I don't know. The scores on this, it's got 5.3 out of 10 on IMDb, 39% on Rotten Tomatoes. But this, I just remember watching this movie and at the end being like, what did we just see? Like, what did we just yep. witness? Yep. Why does this film exist? And then realizing, like, <laughs> it's based off of a book and being like, yep. what could yep. this book possibly have <laughs> had in it that made them create the film the way they did? The ending yeah. was totally nonsensical. The mm -hmm. The plot line was completely didn't make any sense. Um, I remember even talking to other people afterwards and being like, uh, there was somebody I was talking to like a couple weeks after we saw it and they were like, mm -hmm. oh, I saw this really terrible film and I was like, oh, things heard and seen and they're like, oh, how did you, how'd you know that? Like they, it was just like at the time everybody knew that this horrible film had come out um, mm. and it was, I think it was notoriously bad during this year. I remember multiple people talking about it. So mm -hmm. yeah, things heard and seen was mm. I think the worst movie of the year. Of the year. It's uh, definitely the worst movie I've seen with you. <laughs> but you think the the problem with watching it with you is that it gets less worse because we make fun of it. Well, that's but. true. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I mean, I think all I put sometimes uh, whether it's the good movies where my best movie it was like okay they didn't spend a whole lot of money on this. Mm. That kind of goes into this too because like I have a movie on here that I would say isn't on my top five, but it's a worse film than say things seen and heard like worse mm. uh production value wise but because mm. they put out money into this and it came out so crappy <laughs> uh i guess we'll do honorable mentions right now i'd say like yeah. a, you remember average joe 
Oh, such an amazing movie. But it, yeah. like, they probably spent two bucks on that thing, and it was really yeah, crappy. Yeah. But they didn't spend very much on it. Where things seen and heard, they actually wanted it to be good. And like, where average mm. Joe, they clearly didn't care if it was good or not. They were just like, let's make this stupid movie, right? Um, yeah, I have a Bruce Willis movie in my honorable uh, or dishonorable mentions. Right, dishonorable well. mentions. Yeah, yeah, Midnight in the Switchgrass. Uh, I don't... Did you see that? I don't remember. I might have. <laughs> I don't think I did, though. Um, well, I guess Average Joe was on there. I had Thunder Force, which you already talked about. Uh, Tomorrow mm. War. Home Sweet Home. Um, the Seventh Day. Not to be confused with The Eighth Night, which was a, a middle-of-the-road movie. The Seventh Day was a terrible movie. Uh, Blight Spirit. He's all that, of course. Mm -hmm. Uh... Amazing movie. Right, but actually probably did very well monetarily. <laughs> <laughs> the Misfits. Um, J-Team with uh, Jojo Siwa. American Skin. Uh, Chaos Walking was a terrible film. Oh. <laughs> I have it on my list. Yeah, old. Safer at Home, if you remember that at all. Mm -hmm. Voyagers. False Positive, which I think we watched pretty recently. Bliss. Uh, Fast Nine, obviously. I think that uh -huh. that probably could have been in my top ten, if I was going to make yeah. a top ten. Yeah. Here's a good one for you, look. Uh, the Ice Road. Oh, yeah, I, didn't, I forgot about that one. Um, uh, such an amazing movie. Afterlife of the Party. Mm-hmm. Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Uh, I think you'll disagree with this one, but Annette, I hated that film. Yeah, I really liked it. Well, I didn't really like it, but I, I thought it was okay. Cinderella? Um, The Green Knight? Uh, and this movie, everybody loves but me, and I t thought it was a boring mess of a musical. T tick, tick, boom. I haven't seen that yet, uh, but I should. Hypnotic? <laughs> Get out. Just very bad, yes. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and then I guess the last one I had on my short list was Aftermath, oh, which was a bad a one. Movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess Prisoners of Ghostland was kind of a middle-of-the-road one that I should probably mention. Yeah. On there, yeah. it, I kind of enjoyed, even though it was, you know, whatever. Mm. A bad one, Bliss, was one that I guess yeah. we kind of didn't um, mention. I said it, yeah. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, anything else? You? Any other no. random ones you're not remembering? or? No, don't think so. Okay. Um, but I, 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 in all in all, think this was a mediocre movie here. Uh, I saw more movies than I did last year, surprisingly, even though last year was the Ooh. pandemic. But I spent a, a lot of time watching movies this year. Uh, mm. Let's see, last year... Yeah. I'm, I I'm actually not that shocked, because you kind of had a movie year this year. So Luke, Luke switches a little like between like what year is a movie year and what movie, what year is a TV year. Well, well I'm the TV guide. Uh, 
I guess. I mean, I think I all well. Obviously, we always see more TV shows than movies, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that just goes without saying because you see more sure. TV than movies. But um, let's see. Last year it says I saw 111 movies, mm-hmm. and then this year, let's see, one, and then I saw three this week. So 145 movies I saw this year. Mm. <laughs> Which what 100? That's almost three movies a week, basically. Not quite, mm-hmm. but almost. Yeah, no. Uh, what did you see this week? Are we there yet? Uh, yeah, I saw Power of the Dog, which you mentioned earlier already. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very well acted, very well you didn't like shot. It as much as me. The yeah. story is... I didn't like the story. Disturbing. Well, it's not just disturbing. It's like, who fucking thought this demented shit up, right? It's like... Uh, it felt um it felt like somebody who was very disturbed thought like wrote the script right cuz mm-hmm. like to think uh oh i want a character who is so messed up like but then have them be uh almost the good guy not the good guy but you're definitely supposed to sympathize for him at the mm-hmm. end right didn't you think so yeah no. I definitely <laughs> felt like you were supposed to sympathize like he was uh treated like like he was um it wasn't his fault like he it was he was just going he was mm. just going with what he felt or whatever like that, that mm. um but it's like but he the things that he wanted uh he was just disturbed right so like mm-hmm. it wasn't like he was a good guy it wasn't like he was um it wasn't like he was a good guy but oh the, the circumstances were bad for him it was like mm-hmm. he was a bad guy who was messed up and should I, I didn't i felt like they almost tried to cast it in the light like oh well it's not his fault that this that mm-hmm. he was this way and it's like um i don't know about that uh yeah, the whole thing, like, yeah, definitely disturbing. Um, I mean, what did you give I, it? I, I want to talk more about it, but I can't really because I don't want to, like, spoil right. it, right? So, uh, I guess I'll give it, like, a 6.5. Yeah. This is this is where I find things are funny. Like, this is my number four movie of the year, and it's a 6.5 from you. I mean, this is where... Well, yeah. I mean, you you understood the like the story of like how, of like he wanted to be in love with this one person, mm-hmm. and then he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna pretend to be in love with their partner, that, even know, though I'm yeah. clearly not." Um, mm-hmm. And then connecting with the 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 child because he wants to get back at the other person. It's like. Mm-hmm. Um, it had kind of an interesting twist ending with the po- with the poison or whatever, but like mm-hmm. the main character who uh, you're supposed to feel for, I just didn't feel for him because I'm like, this is a bad right. person, right? So yeah, right. I can see what you mean. Uh, yeah, I saw Cosmic Sin this week. Oh, you saw it this week? Okay, cool. Yeah. Did I recommend well, it to you as a bad movie, or you just remember? No, okay. I uh, I went on on a people's list of the worst movies of the year, and I saw it repeatedly. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, it was on my list. Yeah, it was really, really bad. And uh, yeah, I didn't even. I went into. I didn't go into it thinking it was going to be bad either. So it probably was even worse for me because I just like yeah. saw it on. And you, and you have it as number four, and I had it as number three. So. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, I I just remember. Mm. Uh, Seeing it like and being like, oh, Bruce Willis. I I like Bruce Willis movies mm-hmm. most of the time, and b- yeah, no, this is not good. Yeah, no, this is def- definitely the year of Bruce Willis. Rest in peace. Um, his career, not him, by the way. Uh, and yeah, the second uh, movie I saw was the the worst person in the world. My number, my shared number one. The worst person in the world. What? Mm-hmm. The worst person in the world. That's the name of the movie. Oh, okay. That uh, was my second one, the Norwegian movie. Right. Uh, didn't you see Black Friday? Oh, I did. Thank right. you for reminding me of that. Yes. Okay. I was like, I could have sworn uh, you saw that as well as me. See, this is why uh, I had a very bad week this uh, week. I, I haven't told you that maybe before, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Black Friday was about uh, Black Friday, except it mm-hmm. with zombies. Like, imagine a Black Friday shopping, but everybody's a zombie, right? Or alien? They were kind of alien zombie yeah. type things. But it's it was a blast. It was a very fun movie. I would give it a six. Uh oh, I didn't give it a score. Um, yeah, I probably yeah a six. I mean, the acting is kind of ho hum, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. but it's not supposed to be like a blockbuster, no. amazing film. It's supposed to be a comedy horror, like sci-fi. Mm. So, um. Yeah, if you're you got to go into it knowing that it's a comedy and then you'll you'll enjoy it. So yeah. Uh, another thing I saw, Die in a Gunfight, um which I guess came out in July, but I don't remember even talking about this. I think I saw that. Um well, it's about Isabel. It's about a a couple, I guess. Uh it's about a brother it's kind of confusing. It's about a crime family, two families, two crime families that are against each other, and it's kind mm-hmm. of in a way like a Romeo and Juliet type thing, where the one, the woman is on in one family and the guy is in the other family. Um, stylistically, it's very cool the way it's put together. Uh, I thought the acting was very good. It's the action is very fun. Uh, I gave it a eight. I definitely recommend it. Hmm. Yeah, I don't re- remember if I saw it or not. I, I it rings a bell some somewhere uh, back in my head. Maybe I just heard about it. Yeah, probably. So, look, uh, I don't think I've asked you this. Uh, why do you think the police obtained the search warrant for Alex Baldwin's phone? Uh, I would assume to see what what he was talking about on the day of the shooting on the rust set don't you think that mm. i mean it doesn't yeah. mean anything really it just not really it says there may be evidence on the phone that could be materially relevant to the investigation investigators mm. asked to confiscate his iphone that is believed to be in his possession um 
Yeah, it seems like... Uh, it says the actor is fully cooperating with the police in the investigation. No criminal charges have been brought against anyone, right? So, I, hmm. I, I mean, obviously they're looking into it. Um, and so maybe... I mean, this could point to one direction that they're looking into him, uh, you know, talking to somebody about the gun or whatever, but it also mm. could be that they're just being thorough, so. Uh, are you ready to see a trailer for a movie that I really want to see? Okay. Uh, let's see the trailer for Nightmare Alley. Whoa, that was loud. Guillermo del Toro. Whoa. It's a trailer, everybody. What year is this trailer? Nineteen forty one. Nightmare Alley. Okay. <laughs> when is Wednesday, I think. It's coming out well. in January, it says there. Please you can. Mm-hmm. Can you read minds? Twenty coming to UK cinemas in January. Yeah. Come on in and behold the mysteries of the universe. It's already out you know what? in America, but yeah. Do you know what this reminds me of? I want to give you the word uh, that the HBO uh, TV oh, show, Carnival. We got a little mind reading show. Uh, a little bit maybe. Yeah. Can you see what I mean? Then slightly. It's not as like uh, yeah. stylish. That's gritty. Gritty. Yeah. 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 Uh, and there's no animal people in this. But. What if I told you I had my hands on two persons? By the way, very underrated TV show if you haven't seen it, people. Two other seasons. I don't think I liked it. I remember not liking it. Pocket watch. Oh, not correct. Master Stanton, can you kindly name them? What's inside the bag? I like her as well. Very much good actress. You're not as good to read as you think. You run a racket. Same as me. Hmm. If you help me, we can make fun uh, this town. What's the video game? There's some video game that's oh, reminding me of. No okay. Good. Something noir? Yeah, I know that good. What's that? Neither am I. This is not a carnival trick. If your foot slips, we both fall. So many good actors. Fast. We deal with them. What did you do, Dan? Why did you do that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Oh, that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. They fool themselves. I mean, it looks very Benicio del Toro, like, yeah. Um, stylistically, it's got that dark. Yeah. Everything's very dark and moody looking, right? Yeah. Huh. Okay. What is this uh, Oscar-nominated movie all about? In the 1940s New York, down on his luck, Stanton Carlyle endures himself to a clairvoyant and her mentalist husband uh, at a traveling carnival. Using the newly acquired knowledge, Carlyle's craft, oh, Carlyle crafts a golden ticket to success by swindling the elite and wealthy. Hoping for a big score, he soon hatches a scheme to con a dangerous tycoon with help from a mysterious psychiatrist who might be his most formidable opponent yet. Uh, I got the golden ticket! I got the golden Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 79% on Rotten Tomatoes, 68% on Metacritic, 81% of Google users liked it. Uh, decent scores, nothing amazing. 
Well, there are some people that really didn't like this. Uh, like Sherry Butler. That's a cool name. I like that. Uh, my husband never falls asleep in movies. He fell asleep. It was so slow and boring. I can't believe we paid money to see this. It uh, has great actors in it too. So we thought the movie would be, uh, would be good. Boy, were we wrong. Uh, then you have Evelyn Lightsay, I also gave it one star. Very excited to see uh, Cooper and Blanchard play. Love them both, but please don't waste your money or time on this. It was a Hitchcock in disguise. Oh, that's uh, that's a good thing, bad thing? I don't know. A, yeah, worst three, three hours? Oh, worst three hours I spent in a while. Time too precious to waste. Is this that long? Uh, I've seen a lot of people say it's like two and a half, three hours, yeah. Um, oh. It says here. Let's see. Let's oh, do two hours and 20 minutes, yeah. Let's do a middle of the road one. This is a five out of 10 one from Deep Rest. It was, this was definitely a movie. Uh, I sat there, <laughs> I sat through nearly two and a half hours of this movie and it felt like four. The only other couple in the theater tapped out around the one hour and 40 minute mark. They just walked out of the theater and never came back. I've never seen anyone walk out of a mover, movie so late into it. Uh, yeah. They probably, um, it probably wasn't because the movie was bad if it was a couple, to be honest, but um, no. they might have been going to do something else. Uh, what, whatever do you mean, Luke? Do you want to explain that? That's the only, time, the only time I've ever walked out of a movie like that was because uh, me and a, a lady friend uh, wanted to have some alone time. Um, do what? <laughs> <laughs> well, when, um, when a daddy bear and a mommy bear, uh, I got one that's a 1 out of 10, Ny NyQuil Alley, it, oh, it should be called NyQuil Alley, 5 out of, of 5 out of snores, uh, said Spirit Graver, not even Kate Blanchett's greatest cheekbones in Hollywood can make Nightmare Aunt Alley stand up against this year's award competition. This is a real sleeper in the most literal sense of the word. <laughs> uh, I guess I should do a good one just because. Um, this is a 10 out of 10 from Big Bad Badass Face 20. I can't understand the bad reviews calling this movie slow. As an impatient individual who read those reviews, I expected to want to walk out halfway through. The movie didn't have a single dull moment. The story was propelled forward by good writing, directing, and dialogue, and was made even better by beautiful set design. This was a rare 10 out of 10 movie for me. Great all around. So, not everybody hated it. Are you ready? You have a bleep button, don't you? Look. Uh, no, but I can, I can bleep things. Okay, so I'm going to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home, and here, here, here here's, here, okay, with Spider-Man identity now revealed, our friendly neighborhood web-slinger is unmasked and no longer able to separate his normal life as Peter Parker, uh, the high stakes of being a superhero. When Peter asks uh, help for from Doctor Strange, the stakes become even more dangerous, forcing him to discover what it truly means to be Spider-Man. 
So are you ready to bleep something? I don't know. Toby McGuire and Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield all is in this movie as Spider-Man. It says that in the cast here. Okay. Like, that are so major spoilers. Like, why, why would they put that in the information of the movie? Well, it's just known information of the cast of the film. <laughs> but it's so freaking stupid. I don't want that. I, I didn't know that. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't. Honestly, I don't care because Spider Man and why? Mm. Why? Why? Why mm. more Spider Man? Why does anybody care more about Spider Man? <laughs> I care. Uh, nine out of ten on IMDb, ninety four percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and a seventy one percent on Metacritic. Yeah, everybody's really hyped about Spider Man, and I'm like, okay, Spider Man. Haven't we done this three times before already, or whatever? Um, Pushpa, violence erupts between the red sandalwood smugglers and the police charged with bringing down their organization. Uh, okay. 8.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, 91% of Google users liked it. That's all the scores I've got. Directed by hmm. Sukumar. Mm. It looks the novice. Indian, by the way. Oh, yeah. Sorry, uh, the novice, uh, a college freshman, joins her university ro- ro- rowing team and undertake an obsessive and physical and psychological journey to make her in into the top varsity boat, no matter the cost. Six out, six point six out of ten. 96% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 83% on Metacritics, and 89% of Google users like the movie. And the Legend of Five, a group of teenage misfits find an ancient relic that turns their world upside down and discover they have the responsibility of stopping an age-old evil from destroying the world. Uh, mm. 3.1 out of 10 on IMDb, 5 out of 5 on Facebook, 40 f- or 54% uh, Google users liked it. Um, does this have anybody I've ever... I don't know anybody in this film at all. And it doesn't even have the director. This I don't even know if this is a real movie. Hmm. President uh, documentary in the first Zimbabwean presidential election since Robert Mug. Mugabe uh, was outed in a coup. 40-year-old opposition candidate Nelson Shamisa runs against the ruling president Emerson... Uh, yes, him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't even ask. Uh, 8.2 out of 10 on MDB. 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, 3.8 out of 5 on letter box. Uh, the Tender Bar, a 1972 year... Oh, in 1972, nine-year-old J.R. McGuire moves into his grandfather's dilapidated house in Long Island, New York. Searching for a father figure, he falls under the unconventional, unconventional tutelage of his uncle Charlie, a charismatic, self-educated bartender who introduces him to a handful of bar... Of the bar's colorful regulars, as he as the years pass, 
JR grows into a young man and he tries to fulfill his dream of becoming a writer. Mm. Uh, 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb, 47% on Rotten Tomatoes, 71% of Google users liked it. It's got Ben Affleck, Ty, Ben Affleck, Ty Sheridan, Lily Rab, and Christopher Lloyd. So it's got a bunch of good actors, but it sounds like a snooze fest to me. Uh, what movie do you want to see the most? Um, jeez, I'm not a huge, not hugely. I guess Nightmare Alley definitely looks the best to me. I really want to see that documentary, President. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. It doesn't... I, I love documentaries. Yeah, I like documentaries. This just doesn't... I'm not I'm not interested in the presidents of Zimbabwe, I guess, that Yeah, much. but it, that's the thing. I know nothing about it, so oh. it would be fun to learn about. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. What are we doing next week? Uh, news of the Week, TV and Movies of the Week, Inside Job, Episode 10. We're going to do another digital review of The Velvet Queen, and then we're going to do top five best and worst TV shows of 2021, mm -hmm. which is a much bigger uh, list to have to deal with. Spoiler alert, I haven't even started my list. Well, me neither. Well, yeah, me neither, but I'll do it, and it usually takes like two days to do the TV list for me, like just because there's so much to go through, yeah. I'm I am going to guess that something starting with S, and uh, then there's a space, and then there's a G will be in our list somewhere. That's what I think. I have no idea what you're talking about. Something that starts with uh, an S and then ends with a G is that what you're saying? No, no. I said uh, uh, it started with with an S, then it. It has a space and then it the new word starts with a G. I have no mm. idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Squid Game. Oh, uh, I mean, definitely will, is up there, will it right? Be on the list. Yeah, will I don't be know. On the list. Mm. I mean, it's it was one of the best shows of the year, but like, are yeah. there other shows that were you know better. maybe better? Yeah, mm. we'll see. Uh, I don't think it will be my number one thinking about it, but uh, we will see next week. Uh, spoilers for next week, I guess. Anyway, I haven't seen anything on YouTube because, well, that's not entirely true. I've seen uh, uh, the Tri Channel trying Norwegian stuff. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, that was fun. I always like the Tri mm -hmm. people. I mean,. Is there any ones like their stuff is all pretty similar? But uh, mm -hmm. are there any ones like certain types of videos they do that you don't like? No, I don't really like when they do board games. I guess that's the only time I don't watch them. Yeah, I, I guess uh, it's so uncommon that I do it. They, so they don't I, do it very often, but like right. when they do, I'm like. It just doesn't feel... It doesn't work as well as their, the other stuff that they do where they're, like, trying other right. things. It's like, try a board game just doesn't... It just doesn't work. I don't know. Uh, uh, H3H3 being in trouble. That's what I was about to say. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. He got... He got a strike uh, for some video from a year ago 
uh, that you know obviously people had report like had report bombed it uh, I would assume because it's mm-hmm. so old that they'd have like somebody had to have gone back and looked at it uh, look through his stuff to find something to attack obviously um, mm-hmm. uh, he got a strike and then uh, everybody was upset about it and then last night he's uh, he tweeted that the that the strike had been taken down so um the problem i guess was that they had planned on doing a show i get today yeah. or tomorrow right yeah and they yeah. canceled doing it because they thought <laughs> that the that it wasn't going to happen cuz they uh, mm. had a week suspension but then they mm. got unsuspended but they had already canceled it and then i guess they also had a covid scare at the yep. office that's what i heard i don't know if you heard yep. that Yep, and then Trisha thing, uh, she cried uh, because they talked bad about her again on the kitchen floor. Uh, like, okay, I'm I'm starting to lose all sympathy I had for that lady. I really have to say. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I mean, she. Uh... It's just like, please don't farm. She just keeps kind of doing, I mean, it's her, she has a cycle where she does something terrible and she gets attention for it and then, um, it goes away and things get better, but then Mm -hmm. she loses the attention. So I think she feels like, oh, I got to do something bad again to get the attention back. Right. And so Mm -hmm. it's like a vicious cycle of like always having to do something crazy or weird or, um, controversial just to like keep up that attention like seek attention seeking i don't know does that Mm. make sense i guess yeah but it's also i mean it works because that's how she makes money also so like yeah uh yeah uh mr beast i guess oh yeah the mr beast what one million dollar influencer thing yeah, that was fun. And he also did a live stream to do to support Team C's, which I watched part mm-hmm. of. Um, it was fine. Where he got hit. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Yeah, everybody. There's a lot of YouTube stuff going on right now because it's December, and that's when all the ad, the big ad money is. So a lot of people are trying mm-hmm. to put up videos. Uh, but did you see the Mormon billionaire leaving? No. Leaving the church. Uh, Apparently he was like the richest guy in Utah. He left mm. the church uh, on Take because on of their LGBTQ stance. Jeff T. Green has nice. pledged to donate ninety percent of his estimated five billion dollar fortune, uh, starting with six hundred thousand dollars to an LGBT rights group uh, equality in Utah. Mm. Good. Yeah. He said, I believe the Mormon church has hindered the global progress of women's rights, civil rights, and racial equality, as well as LGBTQ plus rights, he mm. wrote. So, that's good. Uh, did you see the commercial for uh, the Harry Potter 20th anniversary? No. Oh. They're all coming back, like all the actors are coming back to Hogwarts. To uh, do what? Like a TV show or something? Yeah, it's. I had read something about a TV show. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that it was going to be like all the all those same people. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're all going to be like grown up then. Mm Mm-hmm. So like, 
the show, I would assume, is going to be set when they're all grown up, like in... Oh, no, no, it's 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 a reunion where they talk about the film. Oh, okay, I thought, yeah, okay, I thought it was like a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, uh, did they... Let's see, what, anything else on YouTube? I'm trying to think. There's, there was a, it seems like there was a lot that happened on YouTube and I'm not remembering a single thing. Hmm. You know, I don't remember anymore, but uh, my brain is mush. Louis C.K. is apparently coming back with a, with a stand-up special, special yeah. which I'm not yeah, sure I how I feel that. about it. Yeah, Some no. people are mad. Some people are like, okay, it's, you know, he's, he's been gone for a while. He, you know, whatever. Apparently it's called I'm Sorry. So I guess we'll just have to see. I'm assuming there's going to be some very, when it comes out, there's going to be a lot of controversy to talk about. So yeah. that should be at least will... interesting. Do you think it will be as controversial as the? I just other think one? I don't even think that. Uh, what Dave Chappelle's one? Yeah, yeah. I don't think it could even possibly be that controversial. But I think people are gonna find a reason to be mad about it, no matter what. Yeah. Just because he's, you know, uh, he's he's an asshole. Even right. though he's well, a very funny. Yeah, he did horrible things, um, yeah. but he has come out and apologized, and, uh, I mean, what is he supposed, is he just supposed to delete himself off the planet? That's, you know what I'm saying? I so, know. How long has he been cancelled? For five for years more? or something? Yeah, maybe. Maybe more? Feels, feels a little less, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, the last yeah. few years have gone by really fast. <laughs> that yeah. COVID year just kind of disappeared for everybody, so... Yeah, co COVID. What is that? What is that? I don't. I don't what know is what that? it is. Yeah, uh, it's a thing that's happening, and everybody is freaking out again about it. Uh, I but, guess uh, one in, of the biggest things me. on YouTube this week that is that's everywhere is Five Night, the new Five Nights at Freddy's. That's what everybody is playing and everybody's talking about oh. right now. Is there a new? See, I didn't even know this. Right, uh, Night, five nights. Like, I think well, PewDiePie played it a little bit. I know Markiplier's playing it, uh, and Crank Gameplays played it, and uh, Jacksepticeye, I would assume, has played it. I I don't know if he has or not, but it's the it's the. I would assume all these guys are getting paid to play it, but um, the game yeah. looks kind of interesting. If you see any of the, it's definitely nothing like the original Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, it's more I of like we found found those games interesting because they're not scary. For me, they weren't scary. No, it's it's all the jump scare thing. Yeah, is not really. It, it only it only it only works a few times, even if it does yep. work. You know what I mean? And then you get used yep. to it. So, but this game is more. Uh, it's more of a three D. Uh, larger, like you walk around and do things. It's not just like sitting mm. and doing the fu the. It's nothing like the original game, I guess. Yeah. Well, in uh, amazing news, uh, there's only 138 days and 21 hours and 24 minutes to Eurovision. So there's always that. <laughs> That's very specific. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, from Norway, my name is uh, Mushbrain Fro. Uh, from the US, my name is Luke. Goodbye, everybody, and uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye bye, everybody.
another di another digital another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. 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 Citizen.